Good morning. Good morning. I was thinking um, the um, we've we've flipped at least one save the world to make a lot of fucking money in the group. <laughs> we flipped them. Um, the uh, I feel real good about that. If the seminar, if you all follow the shit, especially because he's so young, he's got a long time to make a lot of fucking money. But when I was thinking about saving the world. <clears throat> And charities, which Sally involved in a lot. Um, some of the, we've got tree huggers in here, and etc. And the significant difference. I want. I want to give money away. I want to uh, do good. But see, this is me with the L.A. Bomb Squad. I'm an honorary member of the L.A. Bomb Squad because I wanted to go out and uh, dismantle bombs. And I gave him this machine. It cost about 20 grand. Well, it was about 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago. Because they didn't have it in the budget. And I heard about it on the radios. That one of the guys got blown up. And they didn't have it in the budget. That's what I would say. Now, this old guy. This old guy, he was a, uh, a reserve cop in L.A. But he knew my dad. That guy. All the young guys. They didn't. So this, see, while you're trying, you're carrying placards about save the world, I'm going out on bomb deals with the LA Bomb Squad and giving them machines. So we all got uh, different axes to grind. We all think different things are important. Um, and because of my background, because of my dad, obviously, that's one of the things that I was, I won't say passionate about, but uh, 20 grand is not that much money, but the... Uh, but I'm sure I, I, I helped a lot of people not get hurt. Um, today, um, last night, several of you came up to me. I don't like to use the word reached out because I think that's a cunt thing. But anyway, uh, talked to me and how the light went on. And, and I don't know what you told me about uh, how all this shit makes sense now. Just from 45 minutes. Um, and that's why it all comes at the end. I tell you, <coughs> the real important stuff. Which you're not prepared to hear on the first day. It's like sex. It all comes at the end in a crescendo. And the, the more we go into today, the, the more the dots connect. Remember that slide? With the melon heads? You know, there's all these dots and all these fucking books that you read all your life. And then, but nobody's ever connected to fuckers. <clears throat> and I asked you, have you ever heard any of this stuff, or the stuff from yesterday afternoon, any of this stuff from any other uh, seminar, one of you said sarcastically, "Yes," <laughs> and but uh, then uh, then they correct not corrected themselves. They told me uh, told us the truth and that you hadn't. Um, and, uh, and, the, and the main reason uh, is that the because none, none of the other guys have done any of this stuff, and uh, most of the other guys I would uh, even though I've never asked them in many years, I, you know, probably think it's hard to, to get money and do this stuff. And again, it's not the, the, the money that's hard to, to fulfill your dreams. It's finding something that makes sense and where the deals stack up, the numbers stack up. That, that will be your challenge. Some of your deals that you're, you've presented me so far, and I haven't talked to everybody yet uh, on private time, the deals stack up. Or at least, in theory, they stack up, and then we'll, we'll find out in practicality when we go out and we attempt to do them. Some of your deals don't stack up. Uh, but even the deals that don't stack up, you can find some fucking idiot that'll fund it. Because I funded some real Rufus fucking deals in 21 years. Um, 
some real goofus. Somewhere, someplace on the, this planet of 7.3 or 4 billion people, there's some fucking idiots that will loan you, give you, uh, cajole you with money. But if you live in Brooklyn, it's probably not in Brooklyn. It may be in Tokyo. And if you live in Cleveland, it's probably not in Cleveland. It may be in San Diego. And if you live in London, it may not be uh, in Britain at all. It may be in Rome. And the thing that keeps you from, from finding the right match is that because it costs money to go to Rome. It costs money to go to Cleveland if you're in Miami. It costs, you know, it, and, and that's what keeps you. And because you're not 100% positive that somebody's going to like your deal enough to fund it, you don't even take the trouble to spend your last $500 or 500 euros to go on that search. And um, one of the books I recommend you read, which isn't very popular, he's not very vogue now, is Winning Through Intimidation by Ringer. Not all his other books, but the first one that he wrote in the 70s, and, and he said, aptly so, and I followed this, this formula, a guy that travels over 200 miles with a briefcase is a fucking expert. Is a fucking expert. That's it. And people allow their defenses to go down. People are nicer to you when you travel across the country or to a different, you know, when you come to see them. Now, when you're just in Manhattan and you're going from 52nd Street to 41st Street, nobody gives a shit. But when you go from Memphis, Tennessee to San Francisco, that means something. That means something. And the more likely, not always, it depends on how you look, of course, the more likely to give you more time. And the more likely to have two or three partners in the room as opposed to uh, a junior manager in the room to listen to. There used to be a guy here in Scotland. He was a general manager of, uh, uh, for the Bank of Scotland. Uh, his name was Bill Sison. He's the guy that funded the castle for me. When I had name money, you thought it, well, it was a long time ago, Bill, and you've been retired a long time, so it was, we all know I had name money. But anyway, the uh, but he uh, was he uh, he looked like uh, he. He dressed British and he thought Yiddish, even though he was a little wee Scot, but he built the Bank of Scotland's business in London. He used to get on whatever that train is, he'd get on Sunday night, the overnight train to London, takes about six hours, every single week, and he'd go back and forth, and he built a huge, huge, huge business for the Bank of Scotland uh, back in the um, uh, 70s and 80s, um, and he retired, I think, in 1990. Um, on that same principle, a guy with a suit, of course he had a bowler, a guy with a suit and a brawly, uh, umbrella. A guy with a bra, uh, a bowler, you know, a hat like this, an umbrella, he called a brawly, and a little overnight bag, and he was a fucking expert. But people have a lot of respect for Canny Scots because of, you know, the, the, the legendary, uh, Andrew Carnegie, um, and, um, and all the things that they've come up with up here. So when you get back, don't relegate yourself to trying to implement this stuff down the corner. And it'll be easier for you just to do down the corner, uh, whatever the financial district in uh, Boston is. That'll be easier. 
I'm not sure they have a financial district where you live. But uh, I don't think I got, a, I got two, three drug districts, but <laughs> and a, a couple of prostitution areas of prostitution. Um, the um, so when I came to Shanghai, or when I first came to Hong Kong, or I first went to Beijing, or I first went to Tokyo, or I first went to some of these other places I've been, um, I, I I was afforded more respect, uh, as it were. Than I deserved because I was traveling uh, a long way. Now uh, you all bonded last night, and Sally was uh, uh, amused at dinner. And every night, especially because last night you didn't have any home, not any uh, movie, and you uh, were in the house. And I think some of you went up to the snooker room, right? Somebody, nobody went to the snooker room. No one's talking. I just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you mean that the stuff the, the stuff the maids cleaned up off the snooker table? Uh, you know, maybe, maybe that was uh, maybe that was uh, rat 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 um, sperm. Um, the, any questions from last night? Um, I told you about how I, uh, I played banks against each other at dinner. And everybody quieted down, and some of you, even though you had been drinking. By the way, we went through more wine last night before we sat down to dinner. Before uh, we sat down to dinner, than we've gone through any night, including dinner, this week. I'm not sure what that means, other than you're getting relaxed, I guess. Or uh, you, 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 uh, you heard the Holy Grail last yesterday afternoon. I'm not sure what it is. Uh, the um, um, and I, I think that's that's a first. That we consume more wine. Now tonight's a different night because we're going to have champagne and canapes. And for those of you that don't know what a canapé is, an hors d'oeuvre. Uh, and normally at sports bars, they have pig's knuckles and fucking chicken wings, and then you can fart and belch, you know. Uh, and by the way, a fart sounds different when you're wearing a kilt with no underwear. So, um, that yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's an astute observation from Tom, the Englishman. Yeah, yeah, um, and 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 even though historically, uh, you know, uh, the Scots uh, don't wear anything under their kilt, I would highly recommend you do because when you sit down in there and, you're, and you you don't know how to sit and you cross your legs or you don't cross your legs, etc., it, it it doesn't embarrass me. I don't give a shit, you know. And uh, so, but uh, some of you might be embarrassed until you have a few drinks, then you won't be so embarrassed. But um, the uh, uh, we've had people uh, just like in Braveheart when they go like this and they flip, flip their kilt up and they show their bare ass. We've had that happen here, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm not giving you any ideas. Uh, and uh, don't do it when my wife's walking around. But uh, we have had that. We've had people go out in the front, freezing cold. Sword fight. We take we taking all the swords down now, you know, and all the weapons, the battle axes. We have all that shit because uh, all of a sudden, they, all of a sudden, these guys decide they're alpha fucking males. You know, I didn't like what fucking Bert flapping his big mouth. He thinks he's tough, but we'll see. How, that's what happens, you know. And I'm not, I'm not giving you any food for thought, but I'm just telling you some of the shit that's happened here over 20 years. And uh, the it's the little little fucking mouse. It didn't say anything in the whole fucking seminar. It gets the battle axe out. <laughs> he's the fucker that gets you know, all of a sudden thinks he's uh, 
He's uh, Sir William Wallace, you know, uh, fighting the English. Um, okay, now from the stuff that we covered last night about acquisitions, etc. Before we move forward, is there, are there any questions about that? Any specific industries that you would recommend or sectors? Healthcare. Very good. I've been saying it since I told Rick Scott, the sitting governor of, of Florida. Healthcare and telecommunication. Telecommunication includes um, internet, mobile phones, and all that shit. But and we went through a lot, a number of slides on how many uh, mobile phones there are, and how many Kindles there are, and, how, and it's only going to get expand more and more and more. Healthcare. People my age don't want to die. Three quarters of the money we spend on healthcare is spent the last year of our life. Uh, two thirds, uh, half to two thirds of that is, uh, is spent the last 90, 120 days of our life. So if you can find something that pr uh, promotes life or prolongs life in those last days, uh, uh, I mean, it could make a lot of money. Of course, all the big pharmaceuticals, etc., are, are plowing billions into that. So the competition is fierce. And so one of you will come up with the idea, well, maybe if I put a fucking app, you know, you're going to die in 22 hours, you're going to, well, the chances of, of inventing or initiating a successful app are about one in a billion. And everybody talks about the apps that makes all this money. There's maybe 10 apps since they made these motherfuckers that make any fucking money, serious money. All the rest make zero, not zero, but almost zero. Uh, but it's easy. So you guys get involved in apps, or you you, you want to uh, you know come up with an idea. But it's healthcare and telecommunications. To answer your question, uh, any other questions about that? Okay, thanks, um, YouTubers. We'll see you after lunch.